Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Well, evidently, it is not as difficult to get into the White House as it used to be. By now, you've heard the story in the news about the couple that crashed a state dinner at the White House. They had no invitations, no security clearance, very suspect credentials, yet somehow they managed to make it into the receiving line to greet the president, the vice president, the chief of staff, and Katie Couric. And then the couple posted all the photos on the internet. Even though they had no invitations, all of the people in the photos seemed very glad to see them. But even so, 15 minutes of fame for the couple have now become weeks of shame and guilt and internal investigation for the U.S. Secret Service. Its task, of course, is to protect from harm the president, national leaders, and visiting heads of state, and their job is not an easy one. When the president or some other dignitary goes out in public, the job of the Secret Service is to secure all of the places where the person goes. And so they do a sweep, a security sweep. They clear out any and all potential threats. So roads are closed, manhole covers are welded shut, they bring in the metal detectors, the bomb-sniffing dogs, extra police and the highway patrol. And barricades and barricades, uh, barriers, are set up to keep the crowds back, lest anyone get too close. Well, all of this is a lot of work. It's a lot of hassle. But it's all necessary to protect the VIPs from anyone or anything evil. Well, what a contrast we have in our text from Zephaniah chapter 3, when we see the king of Israel coming into the midst of his people. Now, of course, there's a big difference here between the king of Israel and other dignitaries or political leaders. First of all, the king of Israel is Yahweh himself. And second, he is the one who performs the sweep. And it is a sweep of worldwide proportions. He is the one that clears the way before his coming. And his clearing is a judgment It is a judgment not only of Judah and Jerusalem at the hands of the Babylonians, but it is also God's judgment of all nations of the earth. And what a terrible judgment this is. In Zephaniah chapter 1, the Lord makes this promise. I will utterly sweep away everything from the face of the earth, declares the Lord. I will sweep away man and beast I will sweep away the birds of the heaven and the fish of the sea and the rubble of the wicked. I will cut off mankind from the face of the earth, declares the Lord. This great day of the Lord is a great day of wrath. It is a day of darkness and despair and devastation. It is a judgment against sin and against sinners. And so Zephaniah warns of God's coming judgment. He calls upon the people of Israel to repent. 
to turn from their sins before the day of the Lord's wrath comes. They are to seek the Lord in humility, search out his righteousness, call upon his name, and serve him. But yet at the same time, the prophet also proclaims the promise, the promise of salvation and restoration. Yahweh promises to save. And this promise, this prophecy, is fulfilled ultimately in the person of Jesus Christ and in his coming. And so God's salvation and God's restoration come. But God's salvation and restoration come to his people when he himself comes to them, when he comes to us. He is the king of Israel in our midst. He comes among us. He becomes one of us. He becomes flesh and blood. And in his presence, we fear no evil. In our midst, he is a mighty one who will save. And in our midst, he came and walked and lived among us. He preached the repentance of, of sins and the forgiveness of sins. And in our midst, he saved the lame and gathered the outcasts. And in our midst, he was swept away. Christ was the one bearing our sins and our shame and our guilt. Christ was the one who was swept away to condemnation and death. God stretched out his hand against him. God's wrath for sin, God's judgment for sin was upon him. And so it was that Christ was the one who was cut off from the living. He was the one that was swept from the face of the earth into the grave. But it was from the grave that he came back to life to live among us, and now he reigns victorious. The day of Christ's coming is the day of redemption. He is a king who judges. He is a king who judges in righteousness and yet who shows loving mercy. The Lord Jesus Christ is judge who takes away the judgments against his people. He is the one who clears away their sins, he clears out the enemies of death and the devil. The Lord Jesus Christ is the King of Israel in our midst who justifies us so that never again will we fear evil. The prophet Zephaniah declares, The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who saves. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. And all of this because the Lord our God gathers us together and delivers us. What a great day that will be. What a great day that will be when we see before our eyes the Lord our God, the mighty one who saves. What a day that will be when we see him, 
rejoicing over us with gladness when he quiets us with his love. What a great day that will be when he exalts over us with loud singing. And so now our response, and so now we shout for joy, sing loudly, rejoice, exult with a full heart. Christ, the King of Israel, comes into our midst. He has taken away all of our sins. He is victorious over death. And now his presence among us leaves no room for fear, no place for shame, no cause for misery, only joy. Amen.